Hello everybody, welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan, and as you can tell by the sound of my voice, I am sick and my throat is very sore. Um, so I'm going to do my best today at trying to podcast and do this uh, Rise of Skywalker event uh, for you guys. So today we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to talk about the box office. We're going to talk about um, the fan and critic reception. And now um, over the last few days, um, since we did our last podcast, there's been a, a, a Rotten Tomatoes um, conspiracy that has started um along, like, Captain Marvel and, and trying to protect, uh, the movie. Now, like I said, it's a conspiracy at the moment. There's no facts that prove this. There, there is, I think, a good amount of, um, proof to support the, um, conspiracy, but there isn't anything definitively there to say this is or is not happening. So I'm just letting you know. I'll, I'll talk about the conspiracy. I'll give you my opinion. But it's not something that is confirmed or not. So um, basically the rise of Skywalker is just absolutely bombing in China. And uh, the Chinese market, they just don't like films like this. Like the... Um, Star Wars franchise, uh, in general, they're just not really that big on it, um, and the film is just underperforming, uh, in, in a lot of areas, and, um, you know, I, I think Disney and, and, you know, uh, Lucasfilm, they're really trying to scramble and, um, trying to get these numbers up, they, they really push the advertising of this movie, like, hardcore, you know, being like, you know, this is going to be the conclusion, and the trill, and, you know, you know, it's all going to live forever, and then they keep talking about how the Emperor was planned from the beginning, he wasn't, J.J. Abrams was building up Snoke since The Force Awakens, which, in my opinion, I thought out of the trilogy was easily the best movie out of the three, um, even though I haven't seen the new one, um, just by trailers alone and hype alone that The Force Awakens got me more excited than any of the other ones have trailer-wise. So, uh, I'm trying to let my computer load so I'm, uh, so I can talk about the Rotten Tomato scores and stuff and give you the direct, uh, amounts. Uh, but yeah, so they were trying to build up Snoke. Um, and then Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi came in and said, well, fuck that, um, I'm gonna kill Snoke off, and then, uh, it put Disney and Lucasfilm in a scramble to figure out, okay, so how exactly are we going to, uh, you know, what villain are we gonna have, and then it pops in their mind, oh, let's bring back the, um, the Emperor, and, uh, they were like, okay, you know, green light that, and then they play it off like it was meant from the beginning, but if it was meant from the beginning, and this happens in most, um, shows, or, or, um, in most movie franchises, they build the villain up throughout a course of movies, right, and that's kind of the, um, <clears throat> that's kind of the, uh, way that it works, they build up the, the villain, so, for instance, um, a good, um, example of building up a specific villain, um, would be the Reapers from Mass Effect. 
that was a good build-up to uh, a big boss enemy over a trilogy. Even though it's a video game and not a movie, it's still a, um, a big one. And then, not to mention, um, if you take a look at... Um, if you take a look at the original Star Wars trilogy and building up to the Emperor and, and, and Luke fighting his father, um, there's just... It's just a good build-up, and The Rise of Skywalker didn't have that build-up. They basically were on the Snoke train, and then Snoke got killed, and then they said, well, fuck, now we gotta bring back the Emperor. They were riding on nostalgia that this movie would do good. So, The Rise of Skywalker um, on Rotten Tomatoes from critics has a 55%, which... A lot of the people that don't like The Rise of Skywalker, critic-wise, liked The Last Jedi. Which, it makes you wonder why they turned on Disney. Because we aren't even talk about The Force Awakens and when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes. Because the fans and critics love that movie. And I like The Force Awakens. I thought The Force Awakens was a good Star Wars film. But, um, I didn't think that The Last Jedi was good at all. Um, I thought it was pretty garbage, just how, you know, they did, like, Luke Skywalker and, and made Rey able to do things with no explanation, and I hear there's a lot of that and making her overpowered as fuck in this movie. And it's kind of the same thing with Captain Marvel. They make these female characters overpowered with no flaws, and then they just, you know, they do things without explanation, or it's a very cheap explanation more of an exposition on how they got uh, to those uh, powers or, or, or those abilities. And it's just, it's, it's like, do what Wonder Woman does. Or hell, Black Widow. Because uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to get into her origin story quite a bit in her own movie. And I got a podcast coming up sometime after Christmas. And we're going to talk about uh, the introducing uh, introduction um, of mutants in Black Widow, possibly. So... Uh, as of right now, um, for the box office, it says that it's sitting at 175.5 million. Now, if we're comparing this to every other Star Wars, um, movie in, uh, the franchise for the, uh, the Disney trilogy, The Force Awakens had 2.066 billion dollars. The Last Jedi had 1.321 billion dollars. And we aren't going to go into like the really old ones cuz we're not comparing those. We're just comparing the uh uh the, this Star Wars. <coughs> Jeez, I'm dying. Guys. Okay, so the so the domestic opening uh according to um, box office mojo, which is where I go for, uh, because I just, I, the one I just gave you was straight off of Google, uh, just, just from looking it up on box office mojo, the domestic is sitting at 177, um, 383, I would, million, I would say, and then 864, so yeah, about 177 million for, your domestic box office, which makes up the 47.2%, and then internationally, um, it's making 
um, which is 52% of the market for the film, is making $198 million, um, so getting up there near 200 mil. And then worldwide, it's sitting at $376 million. And that's not a lot, comparing it to The Force Awakens and Last Jedi, which made over a billion dollars. Um, this, you know, it doesn't sound uh, that good. It doesn't sound like good at all. And that's um, quite unfortunate. But like I said, Star Wars, you know, they, it's been going downhill for a long time. Um mainly since The Last Jedi, uh, but also if you look at Solo, um, you know, and how that did box office-wise, it just, it wasn't doing well, and remember, when this is international market, that doesn't just mean China, that's all over the world, even though China is a big market, China doesn't really like this film, compare, like, the Star Wars films to the Marvel films on the international market, and you'll see, like, the Marvel films just, they fucking explode, um, but yeah, so that's from Box Office Mojo. So, here's where things are funny. So the critics give this a 55%, but the audience score sitting at an 86. And that's off of 44,000 verified ratings. Now, here's where this, um, here's where this, um, theory or, um, conspiracy theory is coming in. So they're saying that Rotten Tomatoes is fixing the scores, and capping it at 86% to uh, make the casual audience think that this movie's good and that they should go see it. And let me explain what, what I mean by that. So, the casual audience isn't somebody like me or somebody who's really into movies and who knows the difference between an MCU movie and just a, a, a Sony Marvel movie or a Fox Marvel movie. You know, it, it's just the people that go and watch movies. They don't really care about all the nitty-gritty bullshit. So, they go to Rotten Tomatoes to, you know, see, you know, how the fans are liking it. Because normally you go off of the fan opinion. Now, what else in the Star Wars franchise for Disney that has an 86%? Well, nothing other than The Force Awakens. Now, The Force Awakens, like I said, is easily the best film in the um, Disney trilogy. I really enjoyed it, even though there were parts in it where Rey was just doing things without explanation, but it was, it was tolerable in that movie, and this was back before PC Boys was a thing, and before I got really critical and started looking in depth into this sort of thing, and I just realized that it's absolutely funny that the, the, the fans like it, but the critics hate it, but yet we hear a lot of fans saying it's not the greatest movie, or meh, um, so, I'm sorry guys, I, I think that there's something going on at Rotten Tomatoes, me personally, I believe that, and the reason I can say that is because after the whole Captain Marvel controversy, and, um, Rotten Tomatoes trying to protect that film the hardest they could, at the end of the day, the fans did win, we finally were able to give Captain Marvel the, the score that it kind of deserved, if I, hold on, I just want to, I want to pull up another tab and uh, look that up because I don't know if that's Swish. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, they've already been uh, fucking around um, with uh, scores, uh, mainly on the critic side of things rather than audience. But they, they did fuck around with the audience score um, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes for a while, mm -hmm. deleting people's reviews of Captain Marvel who didn't like it. 
and rather if they were trolls or not, um, there were probably a good amount of um, uh, legitimate um, critiques and reviews to assume that everybody who doesn't like a movie is a troll is bullshit. Like, for instance, when I come on here and I give an in-detail review of a movie, I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah, it's got a 49%. So, as a fans, we finally got our consensus that fucking Captain Marvel sucked ass. And I'm glad that we were able to actually um, give our consensus of what we thought of that movie. Uh, but with the rise of Skywalker now, it I, I just I don't believe that this is sitting at an 86. If this movie was at a 60%, Low 70s, I could believe that. You know, that's believable. Um, like I said, you know, to some people this movie might be a meh movie. So I can see this sitting at a, a a high 60, low 70. You know, that wouldn't be impossible for me to believe. Do I think that everybody's going to rate The Rise of Skywalker like a 30 or a 40? No. I mean, it's it's too visually pleasing to look at to, to rate that low. But... In my opinion, I don't think The Rise of Skywalker is actually at an 86. I think Rotten Tomatoes is doing what they did with the Captain Marvel, but instead of deleting reviews and trying to make the score for the audience go up, what they're doing is they're just um, deleting incoming reviews um, because they're trying to cap it at 86, and it this thing hasn't moved in a while now. A while. Like, we're talking, this thing is set at 86 now for a good amount of time. And it should have moved, and it hasn't. So, there is good evidence that supports that, you know, due to the fact that this is a brand new, that this is a brand new movie, and that it's been out for a good portion of time now, that it would have more reviews, and, and the score would be fluctuating more. But I think that Rotten Tomatoes is just not allowing anything more to come in, good or bad. Because if they let good in, and not the bad they're going to immediately get caught on. And then if they let in too many bad, it's going to plummet. And they're trying to protect the movie. So, because, you know, Disney kind of owns them a little bit. Because, um, you know, everything's corrupt. Doesn't doesn't matter. Um, we aren't a PC Boys because we don't do this shit for money. We just do this for fun. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're just capping it at 86 because then the casual audience who doesn't, you know, know the difference between a good Star Wars film or a canon Star Wars film or a MCU film from a different studio Marvel movie, um, you know, just the casual audience who just goes and watch movies and thinks everything is connected and, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, they're targeting them to go see this movie with putting it at 86. So then if they go look at, like, the, um, oh, was that directed by the same guy who did The Force Awakens? Oh, it did, and it's got a good audience score. Let's go see it. I think it's just, um, I think it's just gonna sit at 86. I mean, like I said, realistically, I could see this movie hitting top 60s, low 70s. Just because I don't like the movie, I can't see it making a okay, you know, rating, but... Still, I mean, I don't blame the actors and actresses so much, um, as I just do the writers who just make, have nothing make sense. Captain Marvel, on the other hand, Brie Larson just came out and went on fucking SJW machines, so she kind of was fucking up her own movie before. She was riding on the Endgame hype, so that that's why her movie did did well. Without Endgame, Captain Marvel probably would have made 500 million dollars 
somewhere in there. Just because it's a Marvel brand movie, but it wouldn't make a billion. It wouldn't even come close. I don't even think it would be home uh, Spider-Man Homecoming box office numbers. And I think that was like 800-something million, if I remember that correctly. But I'm not going to look it up because that isn't the topic. But yeah, so when it comes to the rise of Skywalker, there is um, some problems, I think, going on on Rotten Tomatoes. But I'm not going to make a big fuss about it because... I already did about Captain Marvel. I pretty much milked that shit to to the to my review, and I just I'm not gonna do it with this. I don't give that. I'm not as passionate about Star Wars as I am with Marvel. Marvel's my go-to. Marvel's my baby, and Star Wars is not. So if it's Marvel, yes, I'll be very defensive about it, and I'll make plenty of podcasts about it. But Star Wars isn't my baby, so it's just it's not something I'm gonna cover and be so defensive about. Not to mention, I'm sick, and my throat couldn't take me screaming and ranting about this. So, there's that, too. But, I hope you all enjoyed this Christmas uh, Eve special. I'm not going to do a podcast on Christmas, just because it's Christmas. You know, it's a holiday. Nobody should be, you know, everybody should be with their family. Um, I'm having family over tonight for a Christmas Eve party. Um, but that's different. I'm, I'm getting this done in the morning before everybody comes over. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm interested in what you guys think. You know, have you guys seen the Rise of Skywalker? You know, you can always let us know on our Facebook page. Um, you can send us messages to our Facebook page and we can always look at them. Um, there's just, there hasn't been a lot of activity from the fan base on the Facebook page. So that's kind of why I've been lacking on content for that, um, page, really. It's just, you know, I, I love doing the Facebook page when there's people interacting, but when there's not much interaction going on, it, it just kind of feels like it, it's there just to just to look pretty, you know, at, at that point. But I, I just don't have much to post on there because I normally just report on it. But I will um, up to, put a post up saying that there's a new uh, podcast up that, uh, to go listen to, which will be this one. So... Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, I'll let you all know when I'm going to do a podcast after Christmas. Um, And uh, right now I have Xbox Game Pass and I'm playing through the Halo Master Chief Collection. And I got that for like 12 days now. So I'm going to play through the uh, Halo Master Chief Collection and I'll give some reviews. Because I'll be honest with you guys, the only Halo games I've played is Halo 3. And Halo 5, and I haven't played Halo 4, 2, 1, or Reach. I'm starting with Halo Reach, and then I'm going to go through the, the list. But thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you all in the next one.